invest using exchange-traded funds, you're in the right place. This is the ETF of the week, where we get the latest take from Tom Lydon, vice chairman at Vetify, a new site that's driven by data and research to bring you everything you need to know about ETFs. Tom, it's great to chat with you again. Great to be back, Chuck. Thanks. Tom joins us on the Gainbridge Hotline. Gainbridge has embarked on a mission to create a digital platform that provides direct access to trusted annuity products without complexity or hidden fees. Learn more at Gainbridge.life. Tom, your ETF of the week is... The Pacer Industrials and Logistics ETF, ticker symbol SHPP. SHPP, the Pacer Industrials and Logistics ETF, SHIP, and this one all about shipping. And of course, shipping right now all in the news because we have the huge global supply chain shortfall. That on one hand would make you think, well, anybody who's contributing to the supply chain should be a good bet in this market. On the other hand, people would go, well, aren't they failing? Isn't that why we've got a problem? So why this ETF now? Well, you're right, Chuck. Uh, first of all, we've got a lot of demand. And even though we continue to see prices increase, the demand hasn't waned. There are more people that are looking for more goods than ever. There's supply chain problems for sure. But what this means is those companies that are involved in supplying the infrastructure, operations, logistics. There aren't as many that are out there. And with that, business is good for them and they can charge more prices. Ultimately, it's a supply and demand issue for sure. And for these companies that are serving that area of the marketplace, business is good. Profitability is great as well. In terms of this fund being brand new, given what it does, How much is this a case of, I want to make you aware of this fund? How much of this is, nope, this is an opportunity right at the beginning? Well, Chuck, you and I in the last year have spent a lot of time, obviously, talking about markets. We've talked about the economy. We've talked about ETF opportunities. This is one of those things where it's all tied together. The inflation numbers continue to be worse than expected. Consumer confidence and investor confidence is at lows that we haven't seen for decades. We're seeing interest rates continue to rise and the pressure put on the Fed to balance rising rates to fend off inflation without putting us into recession. I think one of the things you and I try to do in talking with investors and talking with advisors over time is where are some areas of the marketplace that appear to be somewhat strong now. And that means that this could be in place for a while. The whole supply chain issue is not going to fix itself anytime soon. It really affects world commerce. And this ETF affects all of that. For example, when you look at Apple and Apple continues to have strong demand, but you've got different companies across the globe that affect each piece that then has to be transported from A to B in order to make this whole thing work. Apple as a company, if they're looking for one piece and they can't get it there versus paying more to make sure that they get it there, they're going to make sure that that happens because they're not going to want to slow down the manufacturing of their products 
and ultimately the delivery of the products. So they are under pressure. And who pays for it? It's you and I, the consumer, in the form of higher prices. This fund is a new fund, but it's based on a PACER index. And so it's a rules-based approach. And then the other thing about this that made me immediately think maybe it is investable right out of the box is that there's a nice dividend behind it. I mean, this has some yield in addition to playing the space. So talk about the construction and what this adds and where this fits in with the portfolio, because even if you don't have a logistics play, the big names here are likely to be in your large cap B growth kind of funds. Yeah, Chuck, you're right. We've talked about this. There's more money in motion in the ETF space than we've seen in 10 years. Uh, when you look at the 60-40, the 40 allocation that's in fixed income is challenged. And people are actually leaving that area of the marketplace for alternative areas. Dividend areas are an area that they're putting fixed income allocations into. This dividend yields over 3%, which is fantastic. And what that says is these companies that are in part of the supply chain infrastructure are profitable. And with those profits, they're kicking off higher dividends to their shareholders. So when you look at over 50% of the allocation in this index is into cargo transportation infrastructure services, that is not slowing down and the cost of that continues to rise, ultimately more and more profits. So you look at companies like Union Pacific or United Parcel, Parcel ServiceNow, uh, Canadian National Railway, these are some of the top holdings and when you think about how much business that they're receiving right now and, and the amount of pressure for them to deliver, ultimately, they're going to be able to charge higher prices. So where does it fit in the portfolio? Right now, there's parts of the portfolio that are challenged. The growth area of, of the portfolio continues to be under pressure. And with that, people are looking for more companies that have a great pipeline, forgive the pun, uh, of good business right now, ultimately profitability, added dividends is a, is a, a benefit as well. So I think when you look at the S&P 500, and now that we've touched on bear market territory, you're going to see more money shift in areas of the market that at least for the short term seem to be more stable. And because this is a brand new fund, when this gets to the point where it has moving averages, a, do you worry at all about moving? You know, we, we talk all the time about moving averages, but we don't always talk about are they meaningful when, you know, when you have your first 20 trading days, you got a 20 day moving average. That doesn't necessarily make it meaningful for, for very long. So are at moving averages meaningful the minute that they qualify? And then secondarily, if you wind up looking at this fund and once it gets out that far, if it's below those moving averages, are you out? Well, I think one thing to do if you're a trend follower is you don't have to wait for 200 days on the CTF. You can look at those companies that are in the index. It's not like there are 100 companies there. So put a 200-day average on Union Pacific or United Parcel, and you're basically having a proxy for those stocks within the CTF. I think that's a great thing to do if you're looking to shift areas of your portfolio to opportunities to take advantage of the current economic situation that we're in. It is SHPP, the Pacer Industrials and Logistics ETF. Tom Lydon is sounding the horn on it. 
It's the ETF of the week. Tom Lydon, great stuff as always. Looking forward to the next one. Thanks, Chuck. Talk to you next week.